Who's running this train? Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, The Goodnight Train, by June Sobel, illustrated by Laura Haluska Beth, published by Clarion Books. The Goodnight Train is a board book, real sturdy, about an unusual sleeper train that takes off down the tracks to where? We don't know. Will this train ever make it to its destination? Or will it end up on its side in East Palestine, Ohio? Well, I hope you got your ticket to ride. Grab your books if you got them, and let's get cooking. We begin on the good night train being cleaned up by an old man with a toothbrush. Don't worry, he's not that meticulous. It's a really big toothbrush, for like an elephant, or Steven Tyler. The old man's fellow employees are all animals. It's that hard to find good help these days? Huh. And they're all fueling up the train, getting this Cleveland steamer ready to go. But clearly it is real hard to find competent help. Next we see a skunk with the hose out, blasting the old man like he's a beached whale. No, not Brendan Fraser, the actual sea creature. Quote, Wash the cars off with a hose. Scrub the engine's dirty nose. Scrub a dub. Scrub a dub. Toot! Toot! End quote. I hope that was the train and not the skunk. The sun is set and the conductor calls the old aboard and tells everyone to get what they usually sleep with. No, I'm not talking $2 hookers. I'm talking teddy bears and blankies. And we watch as the children scramble to climb aboard the train. I feel the need to stop here and describe the train. I know many of you are like, David, it's a train. I've seen one before. But not like this one. This one has cars that are made up of various beds and one that's a bath at the front of the train. Risque. If that's first class, sit me in third. And no, they aren't in the cars. The beds are the actual cars themselves, giving the passenger the full fresh air experience. It's a hobo's fantasy. So the kids hop in the cars, and they're quite literally hopping into bed. Doesn't seem very safe. But then again, there are animals running this train. So what do they care about safety? The kids are all aboard, and, quote, All tucked in! The porter cries. Pillows fluffed! Now close your eyes! End quote. He must want them to close their eyes because there's a dog driving the train. Is that why the porter is crying? Because he knows he's sending these children to their impending doom? And the job he chose is finally breaking them down? Well, that's what I would have to assume from all the context. The crazy train sets off through the winding hills. Where the hell is this thing going? How the hell do I know? June never bothered telling us. So frustrating. As they're going through the woods, the kids are nearly thrown out of their beds. They're all laughing, having a good old time. It's all fun and games till they hit the tunnel. 
<laughs> so fun! I'm flying! <laughs> Jonathan, no! Where are these children's parents? This is straight negligence. To put their kids' lives in the hands... Sorry, pause. Of a dog. Oh no, the tunnel. Look at... Who gets thrown? It's the skunk out of the bathtub. Somebody get that thing a towel. Luckily, it's just the skunk, though. So what do they care? They probably wanted him off the train anyway, because his stench was flying to the back of the train. So good riddance. June admits that this train is moving at quite a high rate of speed, and they just can't seem to get that skunk secured. He's bouncing all over the place, and the pig porter is hanging on for dear life at the back of the train, with his back legs just blowing in the wind, like he's some sort of a bacon flag. How long can he hold on for? Now that's the question. Well, apparently long enough. They finally make it out to the countryside, where the train slows down as they're passing a farm and counting sheep. Somehow I knew June would fit that one in there. How cliche. Just before these kids are about to fall asleep, the porter has to open his big mouth and comment, letting us know they're about to doze off. Thanks. We knew they were about to be dreaming, but now they're not. Shoo! Shoo! He's sleeping! I'm up! Who's ready to party? Great. Now we gotta hang out with him. Thanks, portly porter. Finally, the train reaches its destination, which looks like a barn that they call home. These poor kids must not have any parents and are forced to sleep with the animals on a farm. How sad. But hey, at least they're all unharmed after that trip. Well, physically. We don't know the mental distress that caused. But somehow they're all asleep. I don't know if I could do that with an animal at the helm. But they must all be blind and are used to dogs leading them around. Somehow we made it all the way through this book. But from start to finish... I was frustrated as hell, wondering just what the hell was the point of the train ride, and where the hell are these kids going besides crazy. Then finally it hit me. This whole train ride is innuendo for your nighttime routine before bed, and these kids were just going to sleep, and the train was like a car ride when parents see their kid isn't falling asleep, so they just throw him in the back and drive around for a bit. Hey, it works for some. I'm not claiming it works for all. So save your sassy comments for someone who cares. And that leads us to the lesson or goal of this book. And that was, June wanted us all to fall asleep. Which clearly didn't work, because I'm still up performing this astute review. What do I think of June's work? Well, I thought it was too much innuendo for me. I had no clue what was going on, or what was the point. And maybe that was her goal, to get us not to care about the rambling story and fall asleep. But for me, it was irritating, which will keep me up for hours, wondering just why she did this. As for Laura's pictures, while they were out there, they were the best part of this read. Watching what might happen to the kids or the poor animals on the crazy train kept me going. If you're someone who loves a good bedtime story, this isn't for you. If you're a hobo with dreams of a plush bed as a train car to take you places unknown, this one will end up on your train side. 
So on a scale from 1 to 5, I'm giving this book a 2.7. I'll have a taste, push it around to make it look like I ate it, and go back for a bite or two. But I'll have to go, because my train is boarding soon. Piscus is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.